quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. The virus is now winning. More than 218,000 people in the U.S. have died. Uh, and yet President Trump is still out there traveling the country. We are not where we need to be. In fact, this is the, the cold and flu season. And next, what happens is hospitalizations. This is a crucial moment in the pandemic as we see yet another uptick in cases across the country. In fact, last week, the United States surpassed 8 million cases of COVID-19. And it's not just the virus. The misinformation continues to spread as well. So I wanted to take some time today to address some of the biggest misconceptions about the virus that I continue to hear. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Coronavirus, Fact versus Fiction. Let's start with immunity. I went through it. Now they say I'm immune. I can feel, I feel so powerful. I'll walk into that audience. I'll walk in there, I'll kiss everyone in that audience. This past week, President Trump returned to the campaign trail, 11 days after testing positive for the coronavirus. While his doctors said the president had recovered and was no longer infectious to others, that doesn't by itself mean that he is immune. Most people who get infected with the virus form antibodies, generally one to three weeks after their symptoms begin. The CDC says that may grant some degree of immunity, but we're still learning how long that might last. One recent study found that people still had those protective antibodies at least five to seven months later. Dr. Anthony Fauci, the nation's top infectious disease expert, continues to caution about assuming that anyone is in the clear. Because we're starting to see a number of cases that are being reported of people who get reinfected, well-documented cases of people who were infected after a relatively brief period of time, measured anywhere from weeks to several months, come back, get exposed, and get infected again. So you really have to be careful that you're not completely, quote, immune. Another big misconception is that we should try to mitigate this virus by naturally achieving herd immunity. This is something we've heard a number of times from Dr. Scott Atlas, who was added to the White House Coronavirus Task Force in August. It's important for people to understand medical science to know that natural human immunity of populations, it is sometimes called herd immunity. It's very important that that develops. That's how viruses are eradicated. So the idea behind herd immunity is that when enough people likely 60 to 70 percent, develop immunity to the virus, the virus is less likely to spread among the population because it simply can't find hosts. How we get there, though, that's the question. One way is through a vaccine. The other way is just by letting the virus spread through the population. That second approach has been widely slammed by a number of top health experts, 
but it also seems to have gained some traction in circles, including the White House. But here's what we know. That strategy would lead to many more deaths. It would lead to hospitals becoming overwhelmed. And it's still not clear, as I just mentioned, how long that immunity would even last. Here's Dr. Tedros Adumam Gabriesis. He's director general of the World Health Organization. Never in the history of public health has herd immunity been used as a strategy for responding to an outbreak, let alone a pandemic. It's scientifically and ethically problematic. Researchers estimate that less than 10% of the U.S. population has been infected with COVID-19, and as you well know, nearly 220,000 people have died. So think about that. Getting to 60% of the population infected could mean that 1.2 million people would die in the United States alone. A third misconception, that early travel restrictions helped prevent millions of deaths. The country would have been left wide open. Millions of people would have died, not 200,000. On February 2nd, the Trump administration began to implement travel restrictions from mainland China. Now, mind you, it wasn't a complete ban because U.S. citizens and permanent residents were still able to travel into the country from China and likely carried the virus with them. And another CDC study found that the travel bans or restrictions from Europe came too late. By the time the Trump administration placed those travel restrictions on Europe on March 13th, the virus was already spreading in New York City, which became an early epicenter of the United States outbreak. Finally, I just want to spend another moment talking about masks. It still boggles my mind that this is perhaps the most politicized misconception of all, despite what the science clearly says. Masks do help to protect against the spread of coronavirus. But in a town hall this week, the president continued to spread misinformation about mask wearing. I'm good with masks. I'm okay with masks. I tell people wear masks. But just the other day, they came out with a statement that 85% of the people that wear masks catch it. So, you know, this is a very tricky That's that's what I heard and that's what I saw. Now, to be clear, that's not true. The CDC study that President Trump is referring to didn't even attempt to figure out what percentage of people who wear a mask got infected. It so happened that 85% of people who got the virus said that they always or often wore a mask in public. But so did 89% of people who didn't get infected with the virus. So we decided to ask the CDC about the president's comments. And they told us that the study was actually looking at people who had tested positive and trying to figure out how they might have been exposed. What the study found was that adults who tested positive were roughly twice as likely to have reported dining at a restaurant in the past two weeks. They were more likely to have been in close contact with someone who was infected, more often than not a family member. Now keep in mind, when you're eating or you're drinking, these are situations where mask use and social distancing are difficult to maintain. So if anything, the study was in support of widespread mask use. The CDC also sent us a statement reminding that masks aren't primarily meant to protect the wearer. Your own mask protects people around you, from you. So even if you're all masked up but sitting near someone who's infected and not wearing a mask, you could still be at risk. If you're trying to figure out if masks work or not, 
You should study people who've become infected and figure out how often they had been around people who weren't wearing masks, not whether or not they wore a mask themselves. We need to be telling people that there is no downside to you wearing masks. Leaders all across the politics, sports, the media should be saying to people, put your masks on and be safe until we get a vaccine. Like the president, Chris Christie, the former governor of New Jersey, recently contracted COVID-19. He actually spent a week in the intensive care unit. And now he's out there encouraging people to wear masks. I let my guard down. I made a mistake. I was wrong. Um, And I'm fortunate to be sitting here this morning um, in good health. Chris Christie is right here. We should all be wearing masks. And I know there was some confusion around masks early on. Keep in mind, early on in the pandemic, we were told masks really weren't that important if you weren't coming in contact with people who were COVID positive. Plus, there were shortages of masks, and we were asked to save those masks for the frontline workers. But here's when masks became a must. As soon as we began to understand two very important facts. And again, keep in mind, we've been learning about this virus all along. Typically, when a virus spreads, it is from someone who is showing symptoms. They are coughing. They are sneezing. They don't feel well. With this particular virus, people can spread it even if they have no symptoms. And two, the virus can also spread through the air in the form of aerosols, not just through large respiratory droplets or by touching contaminated surfaces. That makes all the difference. If you don't have any symptoms and you don't know that you have the virus because you haven't been tested, you could still be spreading. So when you wear a mask, again... You're doing it to protect others. Here on this podcast, I'm going to try to regularly clear up any confusion you might have about the virus and the pandemic. And if you have more questions, please record them as a voice memo and email them to asksanjay at cnn.com. We might include them on the next podcast. We'll be back tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.